Hi, and welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast, podcast and commentary about VR gaming, VR news, VR hardware, and VR reviews. I'm your host, Nick Lane, and with me is Justin Davis. What's going on, Justin? Hey, Nick. Just the same old, playing tons of games. Nice. I, I, I'm, I'm looking at our show notes that uh, we were entering today, um, and you are definitely playing a ton of games, which I'm looking forward to getting to. So this is uh, episode 19. It's February 1st, and it's our first podcast of 2021. Um, so why don't you give me a, a recap of what you've been playing and what you've been up to since um, our late December show that we had? Okay, since our last show, there was a Steam sale, maybe like a winter sale. So then I, when that happens, I usually end up buying games that, like for whatever reason, I wasn't that interested in. But then they're, you know, they have a sale price, and then I'm like, all right, that's a low enough price. So I got Totally Baseball. Um, Abode 2, Downstream VR, Whitewater Kayaking, Go for Launch Mercury, Princess Guard, Wolfenstein, and Wolfenstein Cyberpilot. <clears throat> so all of those were on sale. And uh, so I played through Wolfenstein Cyberpilot. That was like two hours. That was, that was pretty good, actually. That's by, you know, like uh, Bethesda. But it was only like two hours. So I don't know. Princess Guard was a, just a joke buy for like 250 It's a porn game. That if you want a if you want a good laugh, you could get that. Totally baseball is the only like actual game in VR where I can you can actually play baseball like a real game of baseball that I know of. And so if you're into baseball, Abode Two is an escape the room game that was pretty good. Down the ca- kayaking game, that's the only kayaking game I know of where it's just straight kayaking, um, and that was you know pretty good. Go for lunch, Mercury was like a space sim like the Mercury, uh, you know. Uh, uh, space launch and it was felt really old so like the controls were like really old and like vibe ones and um i wouldn't recommend that so some other stuff i have the temple remember i have the temple first steps nick yeah oh yeah that was a pretty cool kind of room scale clever demo that uh yeah uh, you told me about and i played a little bit of yeah i talked to the developer and he let me become a tester so i've been testing i have the temple the full version and I'm very impressed with it. So, you know, I, I've finished it and, you know, given him what my thoughts and, you know, and that's going to come out, you know, sometime later this year, maybe this spring. But that is a really cool game. Um, so then I also played Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That's a flat game, but I played it with Vorpex. Um, that game's awesome. That's a great platformer. And the original is too. Uh, which is uh, Ori and the Blind Forest. So then Ven VR Adventure just came out, and I'm going to talk about that later. That's a platformer also. Then I played Pagan Peak, which you're going to talk about. And then I played Today, I Expect You to Die, which we're also going to talk about um, because uh, there was a mission in it, like a, an update that I missed. So I wanted to try that. So that's nice, all. Nice, man. You've been busy. And, and uh, to be yeah. perfectly honest with you, I've heard about – maybe about half of these games. Yeah. Um, so you have sort of this endless appetite for devouring VR. Yeah. I feel like when I first got into VR back in December 2017, I had this endless appetite, but now it's been really I, – I have like a low tolerance for just kind of bare bones, kind of janky, kind of um, almost like, I don't know, tech demo mm-hmm. games. I, I think, I, again, this is the Half-Life Alex effect and also time in, yeah. in vr that is just ruined that so i i really appreciate that um you'll still kind of play whatever is is and that's not like you play every game but you but you do have a wide range of games that you're willing to dive into and, and check out um and, and to your credit 
I think that's a good thing because I'm sure I'm I'm sure I'm going to miss some good ones or some hidden gems out there. So I'm I'm always glad to uh, uh, connect with you and talk about this. Um, before I move on to kind of what I've been doing in the last month in, in terms of VR gaming, are there any games on that list that you think um, people should definitely check out? Like uh, any gems in there? A Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot. I wouldn't say it's a gem. Um, and it was only two hours long, but that one was pretty cool. I have the temple is a major gem, but that's not out yet, but check out the demo Ori, uh, Ori in the will of the wisps. It's a, it's a flat game that you, you would have to play with Vorpex for VR, but even in just a, a regular 2d, check that out. I think it's awesome. <clears throat> Ven VR adventure. I'll talk about that later, but yeah, that's worth checking out. And I expect you to die. Definitely. Um, if you like baseball, Totally baseball, I would say, yeah, probably. But otherwise, no. Like, it's it's a little bit too rough around the edges. And the kayaking game, if, if you're into kayaking, if you're into that sort of thing, then yeah. But but the rest of this stuff, nah. Okay, good, so. good to know. The Eye of the Temple game, um, is that something that's going to be available on the Quest, or are we talking just PC? I've only heard PC. Um, I even brought up the quest um, to him, but I don't think I got you know any sort of response about it. So I think it's only PC. So I, I was definitely impressed with that, and we talked about it on uh, maybe a, a several episodes ago. And and again, that uses it's like room scale, but it's very clever. So you can kind yeah. of you know stay in a small space, but still feel like you're walking or moving around. Extremely clever. I uh, remember I got to a point where. It started kind of boosting me up on heights, and I'm like, okay, this is this is pretty. It was pretty intense for me. Um, not that I can't power through, but it was definitely impressive, and I, I can see why some people are gonna. Um, I, I can see the promise in the demo, and I'm sure based on what you're telling me, um, it sounds like it's, it's it sounds like it's gonna be a good game. It sounds like it's gonna be interesting. What you played the full game? Do you know how long it is? Did you get to the end of it? Do you have any any sense, or are you uh, uh, you're not able to talk about that? I'm not at liberty to say. Fair enough. All right, yeah. so we'll we'll look forward to that when that comes out. We'll keep it on everybody's radar. Um, in the last month, I've I've not dived into the sales like I normally do because usually when there were VR sales in the past, I would just get all these games and then I would never end up playing it. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. what would happen because I'm like, oh, I'll grab this game on sale. It's not a game that I I was not gonna, I was normally going to get, but uh, you know, it's hey, it's 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 half off, so I'm sure I'll get to it sometime. And then I have this long list of games I haven't tackled, so uh, maybe I need to dive back in the next month and check out some of those, especially if it's a slow month with uh, getting some like new releases. But I've uh, I've been kind of true to my word and my recommendations, um, you know, for the previous podcast, and I've been playing games like Poker Stars VR, uh, Walkabout Mini Golf, uh, doing some cookout, which I'm going to review. And then I, I, I tried Pagan's Peak the other day for review, review purposes. And one interesting thing that's, that's happened is that a lot of people that I personally know or am connected to in some way have gotten into VR via the Quest 2. So, you know, we, we, we had the Christmas holiday and um, you know, that got more people into VR. And it's just kind of exploded in terms of my network of, of people I'm connected to, a lot of that is because um, through our VR Gaming Podcast Discord, and again, I'll make that more public. I did post a link or an invite to that on the VR Gaming Podcast Twitter page, so go check that out if you want to join the Discord. I, I recommend it. It's a nice, small community. I think there's maybe 80 of us on there. Um, 
but it started kind of out very small, kind of on purpose. I wanted to kind of feel it out and um, started inviting some folks that I know who were getting into VR. And a lot of people on there, um, as Justin has seen, is from the pinball community. So what's ended up happening is that, um, you know, my other hobby that I've mentioned before is pinball. And I'm a, I'm a streamer there. And, uh, you know, we have uh, folks that watch our channel. And I've been promoting VR, so that that's kind of gotten them into taking a look at VR and joining that um, our Discord channel for VR gaming podcast. And then some other prominent streamers or, or kind of people who are kind of producing content, or even some game designers in pinball have joined the um, VR gaming Discord because they just got a VR. Maybe they had it for a while, and then they've been showcasing it like streams on their normal pinball streams which they, you know, they have a, a pretty decent audience. So then more people have started getting in. So it's just like, there's been a, a, a huge growth in that channel. Um, and, and, and that's meant that a lot of people are getting into VR for the first time. A lot of people just got a headset. Like in the last week, Justin, I know, I think like four to six people that got headsets, including my girlfriend, Martha, right? Like, hmm. uh, and when people first get their headsets, I, I think a, a lot of the appeal is, okay, what games can we play together? So PokerStars VR has been great because it's free and it's on Quest and it's a well-done game. And, you know, most people know how to play poker. So it's an easy one for people to get into. Um, it's also on PC. It's on Quest. So, you, you know, no matter what people have, they're able to play it. Uh, Walkabout Mini Golf has been huge. Like people who have just gotten their Quest absolutely, and, and this is like their first introduction to VR, have absolutely loved Walkabout Mini Golf to the point that we started doing um, – kind of tournaments twice a month, uh, right with that. And these are super casual tournaments that are organized in the VR Discord, uh, VR Gaming Podcast Discord. You know, there's no entry fee or, or anything like that. Um, that's That's been fun. We had 20 people, I think, playing the last tournament on, on Saturday. I've been streaming those on um, the uh, Twitch channel for VR Gaming Podcast. So it's twitch.tv uh, slash VR underscore gaming underscore podcast if you want to check that out been streaming that and um that's been huge and then cookout which i'll talk about in the review has also been huge um in that channel so it's kind of gotten me to play some of these more casual games i would say some some ones i might overlook a little bit but have been an absolute blast because i'm i'm playing with with friends or, or people that i you know have some connection to uh, so it's it's been really good it's really helped, I think, with the social aspect, and that's been my focus. Yeah, my problem is like coordinating with people because I have a baby, and you know we have specific, we have like baby shift times, and and, and it's hard for me to coordinate with anybody, so I don't get to do much multiplayer anymore. Well, I'll say this: you know, if there's a game that you want to play, or, or you, people are coordinating games all the time in that Discord now. Like I just checked that people were organizing. They're, they're like organizing a golf game every day, maybe several times a day at various hours. Mm -hmm. um, that's a good place to head it to. So I know when I first got into VR, um, you know, we were kind of, we were early to this and you were earlier than I was, but like, I didn't know. I knew like maybe a couple people that had VR, you know, and then just kind of coordinating playing games with them or trying to figure out, you know, a shared interest in playing the same game. That was a challenge. Uh, so now what's awesome about that Discord is that, you know, if you have a game you want to play, you can go in there and, and try to organize it with people who are, are hungry and are just super into VR right now, especially with the pandemic. 
Um, this has been a godsend to uh, to us. Who are you know a lot of the people again are, are there. You guys a lot of talk about pinball, but these are a lot of people that um, go to tournaments, pinball tournaments, and stuff like that. So this is this has been great. So um, cool. Yeah, it's 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 awesome, and that's gonna that leads me to something I wanted to talk about with you um, for a discussion point. I'm kind of jumping ahead, and and that's like <clears throat> is um, Quest Two. I have to imagine Quest Two did quite well um this christmas holiday like i said i as anecdotally i know a lot of people that have gotten quest 2 someone just got it again today i've got another friend who told me today he's getting it on wednesday like it's just it's just really spreading i'm wondering do you think this is the the like turning point for vr where we're like getting to the point where we can see vr becoming mainstream almost I don't think so because I don't think the Quest 2 is a, a big enough of an upgrade from the Quest 1. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. Like, I don't see... Okay, so it's I guess the biggest thing and the reason so many people that, you, you know, you know got the Quest 2 is probably the price, right? It's not like it has any crazy feature. You know, it does... It, it just has, like, a better processor. It has... Uh, you know, higher resolution, and there's not much else there uh, versus the Quest One. So what I don't understand is is why is the Quest Two now? It, other than I guess it's the price that made people, a bunch of people to buy it. Um, so I bought a Quest One and a Quest Two, and I I just wasn't impressed with the comfort because they're front heavy, and with the Quest Two they give you that claw strap. So I'm worried that lots of people are gonna spend two ninety nine, get it, and then just be like, I don't this thing's uncomfortable, I don't like it, and then just not use it anymore. And then maybe enthusiasts will end up getting the straps like the elite strap or the elite battery strap, or I've even seen their straps now where there's a, a halo headband. That's like a, a third party strap. And those people, maybe they'll keep using it and like it, but I don't know. Just from my experience with it, I don't think it's a game changer enough to be a turning point to make it mainstream. I feel like VR needs to get way lighter, way more comfortable. And there also needs to be better games. There needs to be some real killer apps and games. And I don't think there are any yet that will pull in the mainstream. So that's what I say. Yeah, interesting. There's a, there's a lot of things that I can kind of jump in. There's, you brought up a lot of things, right? So I'll try to, I'll try to sort them out and, and give my thought. I think the biggest thing with the Quest 2 is the 299 price point. I think that's like a magic price point for that. I, I mean, first of all, I, I'm just blown away that they could do this for 299. It's just so remarkable when you think about, you know, the cost of VR when it came out in, you know, 2016 with the Rift and, and the Vive and, you know, these are $800 things and then that's not even factoring the cost of the $1,000 plus computer, right? So the, the mm. price point in 2016 to play VR was $1,800. And there were just no, like barely any games, anything to do on it, right? We went from, you know, the entry point of VR, $1,800 to 299 uh, in five years. And, you know, the, the quality of the VR uh, the headset is better than what existed in 2016 that was wired and cost, you know, more than twice as much. So I think the Quest 1 was impressive and good and, and people started getting into it, right? Like I think, okay, I don't need a computer. It's, it's 399 But still, it's hard to push 
something that's $399 for something that people just don't really understand until they put on a VR headset and see how mind-blowing it is, right? I had an easier time, I think, when it became $299 to get people to, to jump at that. I think that's the magic price point. I think that's mm-hmm. I think Facebook learned that, and I'm guessing that uh, you know one reason that we saw basically only a year of time pass between the Quest 1 and 2 is because they figured out how to get a 299 and make some improvements and definitely some they they took some back steps but I think that's I think that's the magic number man I think that is what's causing the starting point not only that it's 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 299 but it's it's wireless you don't need a computer I think still there's a lot of people I think what, what keeps it from being truly mainstream is that there's still a lot of people that just don't understand how awesome VR is um, mm-hmm. They don't understand the Quest 2. That you, I think they still don't understand that for 299 you can get this amazing VR experience and you don't need a computer. So it, there's that. To your point about the comfort, I'm with you 100%. That thing is, I found it. I, I spent a little bit of time with it because Martha got hers um, uh, in the last week. I spent, I don't know, maybe half an hour with it, right? And... I found it more comfortable than the Quest 1. The Quest 1 was just really bad, in, in my opinion. This was more comfortable. It's still not great. It's still, like, coming from, like, the index or something. You know, it's it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. period. But the funny thing is, I always ask people who, like, this is their first VR experience, right? The Quest 2. Even the Quest 1, I would ask them, how, uh, is it comfortable? How is it? Oh, yeah, it's fine. Like, they have no concept of how <laughs> uncomfortable it is. That's true. You know, that's the crazy thing. Martha is the only one that actually told me it's uncomfortable, but she's used to using like the Samsung. I mean, she's used my Samsung Odyssey when I had it. She's used the Lenovo Explorer. She's used the the Index. So she knew immediately. She like immediately putting it on. She, she was struggling with the comfort and the fit. But everybody else I asked when they've only used the Quest 2, it's fine. Hmm. Well, are they people that only wear it for like 30 minutes or you know, are they, you know they're not like serious hardcore gamers that will be in a game for hours or until the battery dies? I th- I think at least 30 minutes, if not more. You know, I have not had one person that ha- I've kind of pushed together. I know that I've gotten it that said, hey, this is great, but what do you do about the comfort? Or, you know, I've not had that issue. Hmm. And I've when I've asked people have not said it's uncomfortable, they're like, well, yeah, I don't know if it's any problem. What are you talking about? I'm All like, right, oh, well, well, don't let me ruin it for you. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It kept drooping down for me. And so yeah. then I would, I would be out of the sweet spot, and I don't know if they're maybe they're, they're not aware that they're out of the sweet spot. Uh-huh. Yeah, I had one friend say, "Hey, this is a little blurrier." I, I, is it their friend or Martha? I was like, "Well, you just got to get it in the sweet spot." Like, so there's that learning mm-hmm. curve, and I know Martha really struggled with the straps, and and the straps are are, are terrible. I think that's a terrible design. And I know yeah. they went back on the quality, but it's just so hard, I think, to figure out how you fit this on your head. You know, mm-hmm. it's not in, it's not intuitive, and I think that's super important, right? The right fit. You have options in terms of tightening the the, the strap on the sides, on the top. Then you can tilt it, right? So you you've got that, but it's just not even for me. It's not intuitive. Like, how do you get it just to fit right? Like, what's an easy way to just be able to put it on and it fits great and you're ready to go? Um, yeah. Even sometimes, with, I mean, the index is easier to do this for me, but even sometimes I find myself playing with it and mm-hmm. dialing it in and just getting it perfect, and I'm afraid to, uh, like, ever readjust the strap for fear of losing that, but the quest seemed even even more difficult. Definitely. All right, man. I uh, I don't know. I'm optimistic. I've just seen people get into the quest and are being blown away, and I see, like, um, 
Um, like couples, they'll get it, and then like the other partner will will get the quest because if they want their own. And I, again, I think it, the, the price point really helps with that. So plus, it's been out of um, it's been out of stock. We had to we had to wait until last week to finally get it. Uh, I mean, was the quest one the same way? Yeah, I think the quest one had gone out of stock at at times, right? Like I, I think it I think it had I think it had done pretty well. So. Well, know. I'm glad the Quest 2 went out of stock because I sold mine for a big <laughs> profit. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't own a Quest 2. I wouldn't own it because mm-hmm. I've got my index. I'm fine. Yeah. Again, if I traveled, maybe something like that. But I have no use case personally for one. But I'm glad it exists. And the other thing that I've noticed from kind of our discard group and people getting it is that the Quest 2, this is like the Valve should love the Quest 2. This is the best sales mechanism for the index it's that people will they're not gonna spend a thousand dollars on a headset when they know nothing about vr but maybe they'll try it for 299 mm-hmm. and then they'll like it and they'll be like oh but a pc one must be much better and you're like yeah it is right like mm-hmm. it, it is better and yeah. then the people who you know there's there's plenty of people that want to have the best experience or can afford it and want the best and then they'll get an index so i saw that happening a lot too yeah it's all good, man. This I'm really happy with, with where it's at in many ways. I wish there was a something really viable between the uh, um, the Quest Two and the Index, uh, but again, I think that it's definitely leading to more Index sales. So it's it's all good. This is the I think this is the gateway drug for VR finally. Yeah, this is the HP Reverb G2, but that seems to have issues, um, and because it's WMR and that seems kind of finicky. And then there's Rift S. That's down to two ninety nine now, the Rift S. But you know, Oculus abandoned that, so yeah. probably most people don't want to buy that. Yeah. Yep. So I wonder if Valve will ever get into kind of a like a quest type of headset. I I don't know. It I seems interesting. It. Yeah. Because of, you know, they're all their stores on PC. I mean, unless they came up with, you know, some sort of good mobile store. But I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It's it's too bad that Facebook is dominating. I mean, they're doing a really good job with the Quest, but it's too bad that there's no competition in that space for them. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for entertaining me about that discussion. I find this stuff really interesting. Um, before we get to the news, I just want to make an appeal. Uh, if you like this show and you've been listening to it and you think that you found value for it and um, you think other people would find value, I'd ask you to take a moment to write a review on iTunes or whatever other podcast listening service you're on um it certainly helps us get some um notice so that more people can listen to this i noticed that we get really consistent numbers in listenership and i I just want to grow the uh the podcast as much as possible because justin and i love uh talking about vr and spreading the uh the good news about vr and getting more people into it and especially now that more people are are picking up headsets uh we want to help those people find the good games out there so take a moment of your time only take a couple minutes uh, toss us a review and that will help uh, elevate our podcast a little bit higher. All right, let's uh, let's go to the news. And, and again, I, I like having like having your your help with this, Justin, on board because you locked in on things that you know we kind of throw the news. Like I write things that I thought were kind of interesting or important last month, and then you added things, but they were totally different. And I and and um and, and I'm glad it gets a kind of a, a more robust uh, uh, news segment. So why don't you start with what you wrote? Uh, what you wrote here? Okay, so. In my opinion, the biggest game release of this past month is probably Hitman 3 for PSVR, but I didn't play it. I have a PSVR, I have a PlayStation Pro, PlayStation 4 Pro, and I decided I was boycotting the game because they doesn't have 
like full motion control support. You, it's gamepad only. And, you know, the gamepad has a light bar on it, so it can be sensed by the, the PlayStation camera. But, um, you know, you're just holding a gamepad, and, like, you'd be, I don't know, swinging in the air with a gamepad in your hand, like a full, you know, the DualShock gamepad. And I just didn't think that would be good enough. So I was just I, – I even – even online, I was telling, trying to tell the developers, you know, motion controls or I'm out. Um, you know, add motion control, like full motion controller support, which is the PlayStation moves. And no, they didn't. So I didn't, I didn't play it, didn't buy it. I mean, it's a, like a, a full price game. But there are people on, you know, like VR YouTubers that played it. And they've even said, they said it wasn't very good is what I've heard from, from most of them. Um, so I can't tell you how it was. I've just I've watched some videos and that's about it. Wow, dude, I had no idea. I honestly had no idea. How is it 2021 and you're not using VR motion controls? You're using a gamepad. Yeah, I, no I, I mean, dude, that was like, that wasn't really even excusable. I guess it was excusable maybe in 2016. You're like, you shrug your shoulders. It's like, oh, you're just happy to have VR. But that just, God, I, I, it's like they don't know anything about VR. Yeah. Technically, it is motion controls because the gamepad can act. So, like, you can reach with the gamepad, like, what? you know, like, with one hand and, like, you know, like, punch. This sounds game, so stupid, dude. Yeah, with the gamepad or, you know, reach for whatever. But, yeah, you're holding a gamepad. Why? Why? Yeah, I I, um, I'll tell you why. PlayStation okay. VR, the move controllers, they don't have a, an analog stick. I don't know why they designed them that way, but there's no analog yeah. stick. Yeah. So I think maybe they thought they couldn't figure out the control, how to, how to map the controls, because sometimes it's weird. And some VR games, use, they use the moves, like how, how you're going to move. And maybe they just didn't have enough buttons um, to figure it out on the move controller. So there's, like, there's one PSVR game called Gollum that I played where I used uh, a gamepad in my left hand, and in my right hand I used a move controller. And that worked fine, so they could have done that. Man, I think I, the I think yeah. the PSVR is just is past its time, right? Definitely. Like hand clamp, you know, if we're coming out in 2016 mm -hmm. and everything, but you know, developers, it's PC and Quest right now. That's where you want to put your effort. That's yeah. where that's where it is. You know, until the there's a new headset for the the PS5, but there's been nothing official released on that that I'm aware of. So time time to move on PSVR. One that's, more detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have like Hitman, uh, I think it's previous. I don't know if it's one and two, but there's like two previous Hitman games. If you have them, you can play those in VR too. I'm not sure how that works, but that's what I heard. Yeah, it's probably like, terrible. You have to buy Hitman three, <laughs> and then you'll you can and if you have those games too. Yeah, I'm sure it's terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Oh wow. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's it. Listen, I totally understand why you didn't spend any time or money on this game. I, mm -hmm. I totally get it. Um, all right. So uh, moving on, we've got Gorn release for Quest, which I wrote in there, and then you 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 wrote down Doom Three was released, but the Doom Three is not a, an official release; it's an unofficial release. Yeah, it's it's a mod, so you have to have you have to own Doom Three on PC, and then you can transfer the files. Um, so you you have to have your your Quest to request like in a in developer mode so that you can do that sort of thing if you know how to do that. But like so many people were going nuts over this that, that the quest could run doom three now that I thought I'd mention it. 
Yeah, it's nice. I listen. I love Doom. Doom Three is one of my favorite games in VR. The Doom Three BFG fully possessed mod yeah. is what you want to get. There's definitely, dude. There's there's definitely jank with it. You're gonna have to play with it to get to work. You have to go to forums and stuff. But my God, I, I really wish they released a, a legit version of Doom Three BFG because it's so good. It just, uh, man, it, it's it's a full game and the atmosphere in Doom Three in VR is phenomenal. It's super scary. It's like going through like the best, you know, haunted house ever. You know, like the the haunted house ex- experiences that pop up around the country. Right, it's just yeah. like it, it's so it's so good. I love that. I still haven't beaten it because sometimes the jank gets to me. But mm-hmm. um, and also I, when I had it, I didn't want to beat it too quickly because I loved it that much. It's kind of like a weird scenario. But I, I need to I need to hop in there and finally complete it and see if I can get through it because there's stuff like crashes and it does things here and there. But yeah, it's 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 it, I put it this way: if you wanted to make it work, it's playable. Yeah, I beat Doom 3 when it came out in like 2004 or whatever it was. And then when it came out for VR, I played through it the whole way again. Um, and then I tried to play the DLC because with BFG Edition, it has the DLC like uh, Resurrection of Evil and then some other DLC too. And then I tried to play through that in the end, and then I had a crash. Mm. But other than that crash, and, and I could not get past that crash, I was pissed. I didn't have really much jank until that. Yeah, I think the jank were most basically the, the mostly the crashes, and it's yeah. a little weird with the index controls. I think I've I've managed to get to work, but like I, I feel oh, like okay. I'm fighting the controls. It was, I wish what I did was I I wish I beat it and played the whole thing on the Samsung Odyssey because it's only made it more difficult mm-hmm. with the index controls. I think there's ways to remap it, but then again, I just I didn't have the willpower <laughs> to to, yeah. to troubleshoot more problems with it. So that's why it's kind of been dormant. Okay. Um, but I absolutely love it. And again, if that sounds appealing to you, then I, you know, check it out on the quest, check it out on the PC if you have PC. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a great experience. Um, all right. I just have a note here that quest two is back in stock. I mentioned this earlier it was out of stock. It seems to be back. Uh, last week, I think was the big week for people getting it from Amazon. We got ours from Best Buy. Uh, so that, yeah, that's good. It's back in stock. I've heard that the indexes, uh, Valve Index has been um, back in stock as well. People have been getting it uh, fairly quickly, so um, all good on that front. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, and Road to VR, which we get a lot in the news for that. I, I love that site, so always credit and shout out to Road to VR. Um, this is a, a a quote about a new quest being in development, which is, I mean, that's just surprised nobody, right? I mean, they're always going to be working on, on the next quest. So we're continuing to, this is quote, we're continuing to work on new VR hardware as well. The new hardware will fit the same platform. So the content that works on Quest 2 should be forward compatible with the new hardware. So that we're going to build one larger install base around the virtual reality headsets that we have. So, so, so good news, more quests, cheaper quests. I guess the only question is, you know, when is it coming out? Are they on a, are they on a one-year cycle, which seems really quick, or are they on a two-year cycle or, or three i would maybe maybe two maybe they split the difference yeah. yeah i think that was a mark zuckerberg quote and i think it's 1.5 years between quest one and two sounds right yeah yeah, yeah sounds right it's it's super close man yeah it's super close he said that he wants he wants like 10 million sold for it yeah. to, like that's what he called mainstream yeah and i think that's i don't think quest two will get there Road to VR was talking about it, and they were kind of saying that he's closing in on it. They think so. Yeah, they don't. They don't ever publish their numbers. I think. Yeah, 
I'm sure. I mean, we'll know when they hit it, right? They'll say something, but uh, yeah, they'll say it then. Yeah, it sounds like they've been happy with their sales. And again, the fact that's out of stock. I mean, I know the pandemic's going on, so you can't say for certain, but I, mm-hmm. I, I think it's doing well. I think it's doing yeah. well. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and then last news bit that we have is I expect you to die is coming out too. Is coming out this year. I guess that's that's some big game release news. Um, we'll we'll talk about it because we've both played that game. Mm-hmm. in the in the review and uh anything else that we missed justin that uh has come to mind or that we don't have written down nah that's it all right well let's move on to the review section of this episode so we've got cookout uh then vr adventure and i expect you to die so you have not played cookout have you justin we're doing pagan peak too we're doing pagan peak too i totally skipped over it okay all right no i haven't Thank played you. i haven't played cookout yet no okay all right well so I'll, I'll 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 tackle this one. So Cookout is by Resolution Games. Came out on September 3rd of 2020. It's on the Oculus Rift slash Quest for 19.99, and uh, its current rating on Oculus Store is uh, 4.6. I think it's got like 300 some reviews. Um, it was just announced, I think, within the last week that this is gonna come to Steam as well, but they don't have a release date. Of course, if you're on the Index or the Vive, you can still play this game. Even though if you don't have a Rift or a Quest, you can play it by using Revive, which is a free program that allows you to play Oculus games. Just know that um, there is always a risk. Like today, I loaded up. I, I tried to play Cookout after not playing it for probably like a month, and it wasn't loading. Um, reinstalling <laughs> Revive made it work, So even though it was still the same version. So, so I, I don't know. But that's always a risk, and I just want to uh, make that clear when we talk about things like this. Okay, so Cookout is, um, you know, every time I talk about Cookout or mention Cookout, some people are, will say, oh, is it like Overcooked? I think that's a, another game or popular game that people have played. And I guess the answer is yes, I've not played it, but that's everybody's conclusion. So this is a one to four player game where you it's a it's a room scale game but you're not really moving around much you can kind of stand in one space you kind of have like your your cooking space and it's almost like you're um um a cafe or like a food truck and people come up to your uh your 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 food truck kind of these um i don't know they're they're not people they look like animals like a wolf or like a i don't know like a bird i I don't know uh, a raccoon right like it's kind of these fun cartoonish graphics uh, and they'll, they'll put an order in and on your food station, you only have so many ingredients. You don't have them all. And the other food station, like you're playing with friends, they have different ingredients. Some might overlap. Some might be different. So you've got to work together when the orders come in. Like if you have white bread, okay, that's great. That's, that's you. But if you don't have a tomato, you got to put it on the plate and you have to, you know, make sure that your friend is paying attention that the next ingredient is a tomato. And then you, then maybe after the tomato, you need a lettuce on that sandwich and, you know, maybe your other friend has a lettuce. So meanwhile, there's one to five orders going at a time and they're spinning around this. So it's, it's hectic, right? It's this, this kind of fast pace, um, trying to pay attention to the orders that are, are coming in and what the orders that, and the ingredients that you have, um, like you, you use, um, like motions to chop it up, but you'll, you take kind of like, uh, your bread out of like this, um, I don't know, refrigerator stockpile, and you, you have a cleaver and you do the chopping up motion and now you've got a piece of bread and then you put it on the plate and then you take something else out like a tomato, chop it up and, and, and so on and so forth. Uh, so it's, it's hectic. It's communicating with people. It's getting out orders quickly. 
There's also things in the game um, to kind of modify it. So you can um, get like potions to slow down time, which will help you out. Or um, another potion will give you tofu, so that will substitute any in ingredient on the sandwich you're making. Um, there's a way to make the cleaver sharper, so you cut up faster. And as you get through the game, they start adding more ingredients. They start adding more things you got to do, like... So later on, at first you're just chopping up bread, but later on in the game as you progress, you got to like toast the bread. So now you've unlocked kind of like the stove next to you. And then later on, the dishes become dirty and you've got to wash the dishes as the plates come back. Uh, it's it's really it's really cool. I like the, how it ramps up the difficulty and, and adds on more things to learn. Uh, I found the pace was really good. I haven't gotten through it, maybe, um, maybe 40% kind of moving through the, the story mode or kind of the, the level-based system that they have. Um, so I still don't know what's around the corner, and that's that's maybe like a good two-plus hours into the game, something like that. If I, uh, Oculus doesn't really do a good job of um, counting the time in the game is, that I'm aware of. But, um, yeah, that's I think that's that's a good overview. You know, you, you got to plate the food correctly. You can't put it on crooked. So it's this hectic, fast-paced game. I think of it almost like – I, I play like board games, right? And I think of it almost like kind of this party game, you know, um, if you're a board game player, I think you have a sense of what I'm talking about, where it's just like this team party game that you're playing, working as a team, cooperating. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I will say, though, that um, I don't think this game will be that great single player. Like you could play a single player and that's cool. But this game kind of ramps up ex exponentially in the fun as you add more people. So two Two is better than one for sure. Working with a party of three and then then four. Four is a party. And that's a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of things to laugh at. Uh, the graphics are, are are well done. Again, they're kind of... I, I always use this word cartoony, if, if you will. But kind of fun, lively, suitable for kids. But this not necessarily means it's a kid's game, right? It's not geared towards kids in any way. It's it's for all ages to play. So you can have fun as adults with your friend. Or you know, if you have some uh, younger kids, you can play with them. Or let your kids play by themselves. Um, um, it's very good in that aspect. It ran well for me. Again, I'm on a 2080, but uh, uh, ran very smooth. It's not overly complex graphics, but they just they look good and it runs well. Uh, the sounds good too in the game. And voices in terms of like food items you need when the orders come in. Um, there's some pleasant music playing in the background. Now the controls are a little hard for me to really. Um, talk about adequately because I'm playing through Revive and I'm using index controllers, which are you know mimicking uh, Knuckles controllers or uh, controllers from the Quest or the Rift, and it's a little it's a little janky with the index. You know, it's it's not super intuitive sometimes. Like when you uh, go to select a menu item, if your finger is out like a pointer, it won't work. You actually have it have to have it not as a pointer to uh, click on something. Um, but once you get past maybe that little weird hiccup, it's it, it's great. Um, you know, picking up the food items, chopping things up, putting on a plate, very basic controls. Um, next, little to no button pushing required. You're not using the joystick at all uh, because, again, this is just like grabbing things, plating things, um, stuff like that. So using your hands a lot, but not, not moving around at all. Um, and, and even not even having to move really in your space at all. You can reach and lean a little bit because there's kind of this like lazy Susan that's spinning by this rotating plate of food as you're, you're plating the order. So you can kind of lean in and drop things. But again, really simple, really simple game to explain and understand. And I highly recommend it as kind of 
you know, you got somebody who just got a quest and you want to play games with them, this is a great game to recommend. Um, super easy to get into. Not going to make anybody sick, that kind of deal. Immersion's great. I, I love games that are, are, are room scale, right? Even though I'm not using the space by walking around so much, um, the immersion feels fantastic. Um, it, it's... It's it, it's 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 pretty good. Um, last ability. I don't I don't know how many hours you're gonna get out of this, but I can. Uh, it's at least several hours for going through the actual game, and then they have things like endless mode. Um, you know, again, when you get new friends into this game, I think it's a fun game to play with them. So you can get a lot of mileage out of this game, and they're actually on their Discord doing a contest right now that if you can get a score of 30 points or higher on their endless mode and solo play, they'll give you a free key to give out to a friend. So that's pretty cool. Mm. I tried I tried doing this for you, Justin, man. I tried doing this for you. I went in today and got only 13. <laughs> I failed miserably. And this game was like an anxiety. Like I, I'm like trying to plate the food. I know I know I'm messing up on the orders. And uh yeah, I'll, I'll I'll keep on going back. I'll keep on doing it, but it can be stressful, right? Like especially when you're by yourself. But it's it's yeah. fun. It's it's fun, man. You're on edge when you're playing this game. That's okay. I'd rather have the Steam version. Yeah, that's true. Hopefully, um, I know if Walkabout Mini Golf, the developer said that if you have it for um, the Oculus Store version, you want it on Steam, you know, because you're playing through Revive, he'll, mm-hmm. he'll hook you up. So ah, hopefully, hopefully, right. hopefully, these guys will do the same thing. I think it's only right. Like you shouldn't mm-hmm. have to buy two versions of the game. They got your money. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. I will. Uh. I'll probably buy it on Steam. I like it as much. The only thing is, I think 1999. <sighs> is this mm-hmm. game worth 1999? Absolutely. Could it be 14.99? And I think that'd be a better price point. I I would say so. I was it, on, was it on sale at any point? I paid full price. I mean, don't again, don't get me wrong. It's polished. It works well. It's a lot of fun. I've had no issues with it. I think you're getting hours of enjoyment. So 1999 is a no-brainer. But, it, you know, I think of Walkabout Mini Golf, and I don't know. I think it could be 1499 I don't think it's crazy to ask for that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, full price, get it. Don't You don't need to wait for a sale on this game. This game is, um, I give it an eight, eight and a half for what it is. It's a, it's a really good game. It's hard for me to really default it. Um, you know, there can always be more, but I, I, I think it's I think it's a really good game that's worth adding to your library, especially uh, when you're playing with friends. If you're playing by yourself, again, you might want to stay away from it. If you can get some friends, great. And if you don't have anybody to play with, but you want to play with people, then join us in our uh, Discord, VR Gaming Podcast Discord. Again, if you go to, uh, I posted a, a recent Twitter post, it's there. You can always email us at vrgamingpodcast at gmail.com. I'll send you the invite that way. And eventually, I'll probably just put it in the uh, the Twitter kind of bio area. But um, yeah, there's there's people are loving that game. You'll be able to hop in a game that way as well. So, so highly recommend it. That's Cookout uh, with a rating of eight point five. All right, let's let's move on. So, uh, the other game that I have planned to review, and we'll do so, is Pagan Peak VR. But I was surprised to hear you say you played it the other day too, Justin. That's great. I saw you playing it, and then that made me look at it. And then I saw it was on sale for three ninety nine. So then I was like, "Oh hell yeah, yeah, dude! That's a that's 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 the good price point for this game." So this game is made by Another World GmbH. I think that's like a I guess German companies do the GmbH. I don't get it, but I seen I saw another uh, I saw Crytek GmbH do that. But anyways, Another World is the developer. Came out on October thirtieth, twenty nineteen. So I, I've had this game for well over a year. I bought it on sale one time and just finally got around to playing it. 
I should have played it around Christmas time, and I'll, I'll mention why in a minute. But um, it's on both Steam and Oculus for $9.99. But right now on Steam with the sale, at least for a couple more days, it's 60% off at $3.99. Um, it's currently sitting at a 7 out of 10 on Steam. So how, how, how much of this game did you play, Justin? I got to what I think is the end. Okay. Um, there's a part where I had to make a choice, and I must have made the wrong choice, and I died. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got farther than I did. Mm-hmm. I, it's, like, it's like we want to talk about it, but we don't want to talk about how yeah. far. So um, I'm going to do my take of what the overview of the game is an objective, and you can you can chime in if you think I butcher this. So I would describe this as a escape room type game, a horror escape room type game. Mm-hmm. Um, the villain in this, I guess, or the mythology behind it is like Krampus, which is, um, I don't know. Is that like the, it's not the, it's like, uh, it has to do with Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's like a villain he, or something like a he like kidnaps children, maybe. Yeah. Them, something with children. Um, you kind of like wake up in this cabin and there's these puzzles for you to solve. Um, and it's very atmospheric. There's creepy noises. There's creepy people lurking outside. Um, I didn't experience any, I think this is important to say, I didn't experience any jump scares. And I think that's important to a lot of people when they hear horror. A lot of people don't like jump scares. So I also saw in some of the reviews on Steam that they were saying there's no jump scares. I did not finish mm-hmm. this game, mm-hmm. so I don't want to go on record and saying there's definitely not any, but I didn't experience any. There's just creepy atmosphere, and that's kind of my favorite thing in a game, right? Like yeah. there's all, I always felt like the threat of something that's going to happen. So there was always a threat of a jump scare. Um, I hope I didn't ruin that for anybody, but I, I know that that can scare people away from games, and it's you know plenty of reviews will say that. So... I didn't encounter any. That doesn't mean that there aren't any. I just want to be clear. Um, yeah, that's the thing. So you, this is an escape room game in a horror setting with Krampus. Uh, so that's why I probably should have played it around Christmas time. And uh, yeah, any any anything that uh, I didn't catch there, kind of the overview and objective. Um, not, I know you you start out the game in a car for some reason. Yeah. And then like there's a car wreck. And I think you see Krampus then, but mm-hmm. I, and then things happen from there. Yeah, yeah. There's like these these people who were murdered, and I like it starts off. I think that you're gonna go meet somebody maybe to learn about the murders. Maybe like you're a journalist or something, or maybe it was that be- real estate company. Maybe it was related to that. Yeah, but then you become um, like captive, and you're yeah. trying to like you're kind of solving these puzzles to try to get out. Yeah. Okay. Um. The graphics, I think the the graphics look good, but they're also like there's something to the graphics that aren't crisp or clear. They're a little like kind of fuzziness to the graphics. Mm. I saw people complaining on Steam that it wasn't optimized, didn't run well. So that's one reason I didn't play it when it first came out. So either they fixed it and they made it run better or I just didn't have an issue on my 2080, but it was fine for me. Yeah, my performance was fine. I thought the graphics were were good in a lot of places, but then other places it, it would kind of look like you know how photogrammetry looks. Mm, not a hundred percent. Okay, so photogrammetry is like I don't know, like if you're in Google Earth sometimes and you look around and things just look kind of weird, a little little like you were saying blurry. Um, it's like where they they took an image of like a real life thing and then. Yeah. Turn it into an acid and it makes it look kind of strange. Yes. Okay. Totally get it. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, some of the stuff looked 
look really good. So it was kind of mixed. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely it's definitely fine, right? Like, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and like some of the stuff looked kind of good. I think is very accurate. Like, it, yeah. it's not going to blow your mind, but it it, it does a good job. Um, oh, the fir- I remember the first thing I noticed was my hands were very small. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, well, yeah, like uh, you have these mittens, and it, I was like, this kind of looks like children's hands, the size. <laughs> I I have small children's hands, so I probably oh, wouldn't okay. even notice. Probably, it's I notice it when I my 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 character has like huge hands, and oh, it okay. just it feels ridiculous to me because I have small hands. Huh. Um, the sound I thought I thought the sound was good in the game. Again, sound yeah. has to be good in a horror game because you're creating an atmosphere, and it and it did a perfect job of that. I thought. Yeah, it was really creepy, and there were yes, especially like you were talking about, there were people hanging out around the around the cabin and making noises, and yeah. Um, there and there are parts further. I mean, there there are parts in this game where you're not in the cabin anymore, and they use sound there too, and it's very creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some like recorded like live video, and there's like radios and stuff playing. So yeah, um, the production quality on on the sound was 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 right on. Hard to imagine it better. Um, again, really good at setting the atmosphere. Um, I'll have to talk to you after this about how far you got. I'm just curious. Okay. I might dive back in. I kind of got stuck at a point, and I was like ready to move on. But mm-hmm. um, anyways, um, the controls. Now, here's – I had a little issue with the controls. Um, they weren't – it wasn't terrible, but it clearly wasn't designed with the index in mind. So like grabbing things and having to click like kind of like squeeze the the grip on the index, which is like kind of making a fist and and that kind of stuff was a little jank, but functional. Yeah, I had to squeeze really hard to keep that lighter in my hand. If I let go at all, even slightly, mm. um, it my, the lighter would fall out of my hand. Okay. Yeah, it, I got used to it very quickly and mm-hmm. was able to play the game right. So yeah. it didn't stop. You know, it's smooth motion controls. Smooth locomotion. You're not moving really quickly, so it shouldn't bother really anybody. Some snap turning. They might have we, had smooth as option. I, I just did snap, but we got to mention the head bob. That's something they got to fix. Oh, so, dude, I didn't even notice it. I didn't oh, even really? notice it. Yeah. Oh well, when you do free loco in this game, you're you're doing a head bob the whole time. So you're you're going up and down as you walk. And in VR games, you should never do that. Weird. I didn't even notice it. Didn't, it didn't mm. bother me. I didn't notice. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Agreed, though. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, why don't you talk about? I, I saw you posted about this, and I noticed it immediately. When the game starts up, it doesn't give you a good feeling. Like you're mm-hmm. like, oh no, this game's like they don't get VR, or it's not going to work well. Yeah. Um, why don't you when talk you, about that? When you start in that car, the you know the first thing you start in this car that's that's driving, and um, you, if you start turning your head around, the world like the interior of the car just moves around strangely. Like it almost like it's slightly attached to your head movement, and it felt like something like if I used like the program Vorpex, um, which is you know allows you to play two D games and like turn them into VR games. It but in a, it's often janky. That's it felt like that uh, head movement in, in a lot of Vorpex games I've tried. So they need to fix that. Yeah, the rest of the game was fine though. Yeah, you know, it like was. so. That's that's good. It just I can see somebody being like, "Oh my god, this game's broken or something's wrong." But yeah, my first impression was, "Oh, this is gonna this is gonna suck." 
it's kind of like where there's no interaction at that point. You're just sort of watching yeah this unfold so it doesn't ruin anything it's just it's just yeah. not, not they got they got to fix that yeah. um immersion what do you think about the immersion in this game um i felt immersed like because of the sound and um you know obviously it's a first person game um you know uh pretty average i guess levels of immersion except except for the sound making it making you feel like you know more scared than, you know, your average VR game. Yeah, there were things know. to there was things to pick up. You know, a yeah, lot of things yeah. you pick up, look at, turn over. Yeah. Um, you mentioned like the lighter, um, you know, rotating objects and, and stuff and moving things around. So they had they had that and it was good. I thought I mm-hmm. thought it was it was fine. It's um it got the job done, right? Like it's not gonna blow blow your mind, but it's not like a lot of fault finding other than that car scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like lots of uh, escape room games have tons of objects that you can pick up and, and move around with your hands and examine. Uh, you know, it's kind of like that sort of thing. By the way, do you have a good escape room game that you'd recommend? Is there a good escape room multiplayer game? Multiplayer. There is a multiplayer one, but I can't remember the name of it because I I never got a chance to actually play it with somebody. Um, I can't think of its name right now. All right, and we'll, I, don't know we'll, if it's, I don't know if it's good. Yeah, I I know I looked at one time. I just couldn't find something that looked like it was really good kind of deal. Yeah. So, anyways, last ability with uh, Ping and Peak VR. What do you think the last ability is? Um, probably not much. Escape rooms, in my opinion, have very little last ability. You you get through it once, and I mean, you're not gonna. Why would you go back? You know the like how to do everything. Yeah, exactly. Yep. There's no last ability once you. Uh, you could probably beat this in I don't know an hour, hour and a half maybe if you don't get you know depending on if you get stuck maybe two mm-hmm. I I don't know I haven't beaten it but um yeah there's it, it is what it is once you beat it you beat it you know all the all the problems so next to no last ability uh what do you what do you think what would you rate this game at hmm um I'm gonna hmm. that's a tough one. Somewhere in the six to six point five range, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure which exactly. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'll give it a six point five. Um, okay. I, I think I, I think it, it it's a horror game. It's escape room horror game. I like the puzzles. You know, I there was some I got stumped on. I I didn't, I didn't push through, but that's fine. Like the puzzles, and I thought they did a really good job on the atmosphere. Um, you know, there's some uniqueness to the game, uh, and you picked it up. I, I I know I picked it up on sale. I don't think I did as good as sixty uh, percent off, three ninety nine or whatever. Yeah. Wow. Um, but for three ninety nine, man, that's that's great. Nine ninety nine, the regular price. Uh, unless I think you really gotta like the idea of a horror room escape game. That's like maybe. I don't know, an hour, hour and a half, two hours long at best, that might be pushing it. Yeah, I doubt it's two hours. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it could be. Um, I have trouble rating games because I'm like, am I comparing this to Half-Life Alex or am I comparing I this to other Escape the Room games? You know, it's tough. I know. I, 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 I struggle with that. And I landed on the same rating that you did around there. So I think we're... <laughs> I think we're doing, I think we're doing yeah. something right, yeah, right? Okay. You know, like you know, when I say Cookout's an eight and a half, and Half Life Alex is like a ten in my book, does that mean it's like you know, it's, it's, it's sort of like on the on the grand scale for like mm-hmm. the price, what the thing is, 
you know, how long it, like I, I factor all that into it when I'm giving it a rating. And then there are games where I've had way more fun in them than I did even in Alex. And it's like, well, do I rate that higher? You know, but Alex is a better game. Yeah. Well, I think that's the, that's why, you know, it's not like you're like, what do you think of Pig and Peak VR? It's a six and a half. I give a six and a half. Let's move on. What do you think of Ben <laughs> yeah. VR? Right. So yeah. that's like where you kind of, we'll give it a numerical rating, but you got to, yeah. you got to listen to the whole context and, and bringing it down and, and, you know, a game that might be a six and a half to me might be a nine to somebody else because they just love that genre and they love everything about it, right? And it's mm-hmm. it's subjective. So that's hopefully we can tease it out by um by talking about the contents of the game. So, mm-hmm. okay. all right, awesome. There you go, Pig and Peak, Pig and Peak VR. Finally, glad I was able to uh, play some of it, and I, I streamed it the other day a little bit. So I think the video's still up on the um on the Twitch channel. Maybe if I'm motivated, I'll move it over to. Uh, the YouTube channel for this. That stuff has been a little bit dormant. I feel like with the pandemic, I've spent so much time in Zoom meetings and in front of cameras that the last thing I want to do is go in front of a camera again <laughs> with my gaming experiences. So I've been a little little bit lax on that. Um, all right. Ven VR Adventure. This is all you, Justin. I have not I don't know anything about this game and I've not played this game. So so take it away. Okay, Ven VR Adventure came out on January twenty eighth from Monologic Games. It's on the Steam and Oculus store. Just a second. I haven't gotten to talk a lot today, and then my throat wants to go crazy. So it's twenty six ninety nine on sale, but it's uh, twenty nine ninety nine full price, and right now it has a ninety one percent on Steam. So the overview, I mean, of this game is basically you're this guy Ven, and your planet has been invaded by aliens, and they have just run amok and taken over and they've like abducted your children or, or like, you know, little kids in your tribe or whatever. And, uh, you're this guy, Ven, who, uh, has these, these blades in each hand. He has, it's basically swords and you somehow befriend this robot that has this spaceship. I don't know if Ven already had the spaceship. Anyway, you use the spaceship flying around to these different levels. And I, I think the levels are like the alien worlds. And you go to the alien worlds and you, you run through the... Le- it's a platformer. It's a 3D platformer. Oh, very... Uh, a lot like Astrobot on PlayStation VR, which is, in my opinion, probably the best platformer in VR. And um, so it's it's similar to that. Um, you know, you, you, you're running from platform to platform, collecting... Uh, little items that are, you know, sort of like coins in Mario. And then you're also finding in each level, there's like 10 uh, of these uh, little, those little kids that were abducted and you can find up to 10 of them. And uh, so like, yeah, at the end of the level, it'll show you, you collected nine out of 10. And I'm not sure if there's a reason to want to get all 10, if like you can end up unlocking something. But um, so that's, that's how the game works. And in the game, you use your motion controllers um, to control him, but you can also, at some some points, you can actually interact with the game world to help him, like maybe throw grenades at an enemy, or uh, there's actually even one part where you're sort of doing something sort of like Beat Saber, like this enemy boss is shooting rockets at you, and you're using your controllers sort of like sort of like sabers and Beat Saber to knock away his his rockets, stuff like that. Um, so the graphics, I think, are, are, are pretty good. I mean, as far as VR platformers go, um, I think Astrobot has better graphics. Moss, 
Maybe has better graphics. This Ven VR Adventure has better graphics than Lucky's Tale. So Lucky's Tale was a the, like the first VR platformer that came out for Oculus in like 2016. Um, so they're they're pretty good. I did notice that some people were complaining in the in the forums that like an earlier trailer, earlier gameplay video had better lighting and shadows than they currently do than the game currently does. And uh, I think that they're working on a quest port, and that's why the graphics, like the lighting and shadows have been downgraded because I think they're trying to keep it all all one build because this is a uh, it's a, a small dev team of like maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 people. And uh, they're, you know, an indie. So it's a, it's a lower budget thing. The sound, um, I don't remember noticing anything special about the sound. Just pretty typical uh, sound. Uh, I had no issues with the controls at all. Um, some people uh, in reviews are saying they're having control issues with Index, but I wasn't. Like, you know, you have an attack button, then you have a jump button. And you can press jump twice and do a double jump. Or you could do a double jump, and then while you're in the air, hold down attack, and he'll do a special attack where he comes down on the ground hard, and it'll kill, it could kill multiple enemies with one hit. And um, there's, some people were complaining about the camera. So, like, you don't stay behind Ven the whole time. He kind of walks away from the camera. And I like that because it kind of gives it a little bit more challenge and it's a little bit more interesting than like just staying straight behind him. So sometimes, sometimes the platforming gets pretty tough and you're going to die a lot in this game. I died a lot. And, um, you know, you just got to get better. You know, you got to get good. I don't know. And the immersion isn't, I mean, this is a third person platforming game. So to me, those types of games don't ever really have that much immersion because you're looking at the, the character, the, in third person and um i mean but you do as i said interact it in certain time instances where you're using your you can see your motion controllers in the game and you're using them to help them sometimes but it's really not that often like an astrobot it was used way more often and w like m way more interestingly like for example in astrobot there's a level where you throw ninja stars into the level and then astrobot can use those ninja stars once they've gotten stuck like into wood he can use those as platforms to jump on like stuff like that was really cool in astrobot um but it's it's nothing like that in this in this game the last as far as last ability um you know each level has like those guys you can collect and uh there's even you know there's like you know like i said there's stuff in the level that's sort of like coins i think they're called relics or artifacts you could try to collect all those if you wanted to, um, and maybe maybe that would unlock some stuff. I'm not sure. Um, there was a, in the menu. There was a, a part that said bonus levels that was grayed out, and I couldn't press it. I don't know if that's just something that the developers are gonna like add later, or if there could have been something I could have unlocked that I don't, I'm not aware of. Um, so I, you know, as I said, Astrobot, I would probably put the number one platformer in VR. Number two, I would say is Moss. Now, at number three, you know, I'm talking about straight platformer here. Um, I would put Ven VR Adventure and Lucky's Tale in this, around the same area. Um, some might like Lucky's Tale more. I talked to somebody today who said he likes Ven VR Adventure more than Lucky's Tale. Um, this game, I beat it in three hours. And it's, you know, $29.99 full price. I think that's kind of high for three hours, but it's on sale for $26.99. 
I talked, the developer said they consider it a four hour game and that, you know, I beat it faster than most people would have, but I did die a lot. So I don't know. And I had problems with the final boss. I had some bugs with the final boss, but they said they're going to fix that. And I, I put my full playthrough up on my YouTube channel, main fan on YouTube. So my rating, I think I would give this game a 7.5, I think. And, um, it's, it's really good. If you like platformers, I say definitely get it. If you're not really into platformers, then yeah, um, I probably wait for it. If you're not into platformers, I don't know why you'd get it at all, but, or, or just wait for it to, uh, go on sale more than uh 26 isn't, that's not that big of a sale. Um, any questions? Yeah. Have you played Trover? Saves the universe. Oh yeah, I forgot about Trover. Yeah, I beat Trover. Um, that game is yeah, that game is hilarious. I I kind of didn't think of that because that's like, it's like it's I don't really think of that as just a platformer because it's like, it's just like so it's nonstop comedy. Um, but yeah, that that is a platformer too. God, I got to finish that game. I love that game. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just thought of that when you were talking about platformers. I didn't hear it mentioned, so I just wanted to ask about that. I forgot about that. That's That game is game... No, no, you could use your motion controllers. Yeah, yeah gamepad game, works great on it. Gamepad yeah. works too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like that game, I like the comedy a lot. I think I didn't like... I think I didn't like like the gameplay all that much in Trover. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm... I mean, the... I didn't find the gameplay bad on Trover. I thought mm-hmm. that was secondary to like the humor. Yeah, and the humor. Yeah. The story that puts you through, right? But it was certainly yeah. serviceable, right? Like it was more than enough to keep you moving along. Yeah. So if I inserted Trover into that list, I'm not even sure where that where Trover would go. Really made life difficult for you right now. Yeah, I'm struggling. <laughs> you don't have to. You it's yeah. fine. What uh so what did you give this as a rating? What uh, what do you see this? It was at? seven seven point five. Seven point five. Okay. All right, sounds good. I'm not a platform guy, so uh, I, I I won't touch this game. But um, again, I'm glad. See, I'm glad we we get your perspective on it because it's not it's not something I would have uh, would have grabbed my attention. Platformers are probably my favorite genre. Probably. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Because it's my least favorite genre, <laughs> along with like puzzle games, which we're gonna which we're gonna get to and, next. And I love puzzle games. Shit, dude! I this is them. this is this is perfect, then. This is yeah. this is great, awesome. Is. Yeah. This is this is good stuff. And, and which, by the way, speak. I mean, personality. We did, we're talking about personality types in Discord, mm-hmm. and you and I are both INTJs for mm-hmm. the Myers Briggs. So so go figure. Same personality type, but uh, you know, you have different tastes. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's bring this on home with "I Expect You to Die." This game came out from Shell Games uh, back way back in April 2017. God, I remember playing this back in the day. Back it actually came out before then. That's when I, I forgot about this. It came out to Oculus first. I think it was an exclusive. Wow. And then it came out to Steam later because I asked the developers for a free key once it went to Steam and they gave it to me. This game is on yeah. Steam, Oculus, PSVR, Quest. I think it's also on the Atari Jaguar at this point. Uh, it's, on, it's on everything. Um, it's twenty four ninety nine, and it's currently sitting at a 95% rating on Steam. So... Mm-hmm. When did you originally play this game? So, okay, this originally, there was a demo for this for the the Oculus Development Kit 2, like back in like 2014 or 2015. That's when I first played it. Um, <clears throat> and that was just the first level, you know, the car on a plane level. And then it came out for Gear VR, 
and I played it on Gear VR. I can't remember if that was all four of the. I think it was. I think it was all four of the main main levels that first came with it. And I played it through there, and then I think because I bought it on there, I also got it on Oculus, or maybe I bought it again on Oculus. I don't remember. But then, um, then I played it there. Then I uh, then I got it on Steam, and I think I have it on Quest too, my Quest library, because oh I had it on God. Oculus. <laughs> well, it's a it's a cross buy title. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, take us through what what's going on in this game. What's the objective of it? So you're like a secret agent. It's it's sort of like it's a it's like a James Bond theme. It's like you're in the 1950s or 1960s, and you're this spy secret agent guy. And there's this evil corporation called Zoraxis, and you're basically trying to take them down. Um, you're you're going through different. It's 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 in a, it's basically an escape the room game, um, but you're stuck in one spot. Um, this is they they made this game back when VR, you know, was at least a lot of Oculus games were stationary, and that was back when they only had, you know, like those two front-facing cameras. Um, so you're sitting in one spot, you know, like, and it's a seated game, so you're, like, being a chair. And But the, the thing is you can interact with everything that you see. You can interact. You can grab it. Um, you know, you can – and you have a telekinesis ability, so things that are far away, you can pull them towards you. Um, so there's a lot of places where you have to do that in order to get, you know, get through a level. And so there are four levels originally, the Carnaplane one, the Window Washer one, the Submarine, and the Winter Lodge. Then they added three. They updated the game and added, you know, three new levels. There's a train level, a boardroom level, and a space station level. Um, and have you played any of those, Nick, the newer ones? So it's been – I have not played this game – since like December or January, like maybe January 2018. And it's been, mm-hmm. it's been more than three years. And this is one of like, you know, when I just got into VR, I grabbed this game and um, I've played the car in a plane. I played the window washer and I got stuck on the submarine. That and one's I, the hardest one. I thought, Oh Jesus, dude, that's why I got stuck and I got frustrated. Yeah. So I'm going to, this is probably the, I'm going to let you just kind of bring this review okay. on home, but this is my interjection and kind of encompasses this this game. So I'm not huge on puzzle games. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm I'm okay at puzzle games, and a really well done puzzle game. I think I enjoy, especially if maybe like there's a good story behind it, and it, the you know it keeps me trying to get to that story right to unlock it. But mm-hmm. this is just simply doing kind of puzzle, kind of escape room scenarios just just to do it right, and and that's fine. People love that stuff. That's not for me. But mm-hmm. the biggest problem with this is that. As you're doing it, um, like the, especially the, the submarine one, I forget if the other ones are like this or not. Submarine one's like timed. Yeah. All right. And ex- the whole, and I think most of them are timed because it's, I expect you to die, so you die a lot, right? That's the mm-hmm. joke. Haha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the problem is that um, you might get to a point, like let's say you get halfway to solving the puzzle, you're halfway through, you've solved a bunch of smaller yeah. things and, and you work out, and then you die. And then you got to replay the part that you already know again and again. So you might have yep. to play several minutes of it over and over again. And there's one thing that I, I hate and won't stand for. It's just repeating parts. Like, yeah. if, I wish there was a checkpoint there or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I see this kind of game mechanism as something from, like, the 80s or 90s where, you know, games weren't that long back then. So to extend it, it would make you do parts over and over and over again and send you yeah. back to a part. Um, yeah. So I can't, like... 
that is like my kryptonite in life is just doing the same thing groundhog day over and over and over again so i just gave up at this submarine and i wanted to see more now i wanted to do the winter lodge and i also don't cheat <laughs> like i i can't bring myself to like uh, look up the solution a lot of times so yeah. on a game like this where it's not like there's a story and i really want to see this through i'm just like the hell with it i'm gonna go play something else so there's there's my story and i expect you to die <laughs> It would be hilarious to watch you play Groundhog Day VR because there's, <laughs> there's a Groundhog Day VR game yeah. that I was miserable playing that, and I can't oh, only, I can only imagine how miserable you would have been. Oh, uh, and I love the movie. He, yeah, the movie's awesome, but um, you you uh, that's probably why you don't like platformers because a lot of times they're just like you die, yeah. try again, die, try. It's try you know trial and error. Yeah, um, I don't like that, man. I'm not uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't like it. I feel like I get anxiety because my I'm like my time is limited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like my I have only so much time to play games and stuff and it's just like, dude, I I don't want to do this nonsense over and over again. Yeah, that's the biggest issue with this game is that it's just a ton of trial and error and like you said, you have to do the whole level over again. You could be at the very end and you screwed up. Oh, gotta start over from the very beginning. Um but like once you have it all memorized, luckily you can do it all pretty fast. Like there, are, there are speedrun videos where people are just like bam, 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 and just like through these levels so fast that it's amazing. Um. So, wait, did you try any of those new ones? I, I, I have not. not. No. Oh wait, no, you got to the submarine. You said that. Yeah, because you can't right. just select them, right? You got to so, go or which that'd be like another thing. They, if like they allowed you to just select no, no, whatever level. You, no, you can oh, just you can? select them. You, you you don't have to go in order. Oh, maybe I see. Or I just, actually, I, I don't actually, think, how would I know? Because I already had, I already had beaten all the other ones. So maybe. Yeah, I think you had to go in order. I don't think I ever had like the Winter Lodge or any of that kind of stuff. Well, the Winter to, Lodge, the Winter Lodge, you can't get to until you beat Submarine. Yeah. But these these why. updated, these added ones. Um, I'm not sure if you could get to those at maybe at any point. I don't know how that works. Yeah, actually. maybe. I, I, part of me was thinking, oh, I'd like to go back into playing them. Like, dude, I, I just like, I can't do it, man. It feels like work. <laughs> it yeah. feels like work after working all day. You know. So t- to make you feel better, submarine okay. one, I struggled so much that I went online and I had to look up what do I have to do for this, and that's how I got through submarine. This sounds like a poorly designed level puzzle. If that's yeah. the case, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. So I got through that, and then Winter Lodge, I got through without cheating, and then. The train, that one, that I had, to, I died a lot on the train one, and I finally, I figured it out. But then boardroom, I, I tried that, and I even did a video of that, and I did not, I never finished that one. Space station, I tried today, and I had no clue what the hell I was supposed to be doing. Um, and I just was like, <laughs> all right, I, I just, I give up. Th- that I, yeah, I, seemed, I think, yeah, it would seem I think the you worst. and I are competent adults. I think we're yeah. competent adults, so... Man, it's just like we're again. People who love puzzles probably love that, but mm-hmm. your your average person, where's the fun when I can just go mini golfing, yeah. <laughs> or 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 like again, if there's like uh, if there's a good story I'm trying to get through, yeah. then then yeah, you know, like then then I might be able to push through or eventually just cheat on that. But there's there's not, man. It's just like a puzzle for the sake of doing a puzzle. Yeah, yeah. There's story in like the office part in between levels a little bit, just because they they tell you, they tell you what your mission is and why you're doing it. So there's a little bit there, um, but like that's about it. I think I expect you to die too, from what I saw. There's a Steam page now. It sounds like they added a lot more story to it. 
I don't think okay. it's very. I don't yeah. think it's very different. Otherwise, I think you're still st- stuck in one spot, and it's still going to be single player and like doing the same type of stuff. So probably not for you. Yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you finish the rest of this review, and I'll no. toss on a rating at the end. But okay. <laughs> kind of right. said my my piece on it. Okay, so the graphics are are nice and clean. Um, they they're, they don't look like realistic or anything, but I mean they look they look good. It's they're colorful and bright. Um, so the sound uh, average, I don't, I can't think of anything that stands out about the sound. The controls, uh, never had an issue. Like I said, there's a telekinesis pole that's easy to control. You, you know, you, you point at something that's far away. And then like for, with my index controller, I press forward on the, uh, on the analog stick. And then I see a little circle that's like on the object. And then if I, hold my trigger and pull the analog stick back, it pulls it toward me. Um, and that's how that works. And, uh, yeah, I mean, no issues with controls. Immersion, that's, I think, where this game stands out, that there's so many things that you can interact with. Like, everything, anything you see, you can pick up, you can do something with it. You see a cigar, you can pick it up and put it in your mouth. You have a lighter, oh, you can light it. You can light the cigar. You see some dynamite over there. Oh, you can shoot that with the gun that's on your counter and it'll explode. You can sh- you can shoot whatever. You can there's oh, you have a knife. Oh, you can probably cut stuff with that. I mean, there's there's just uh so much you can do and it's first person, so that's also immersive. Um last ability, this game, there are achievements like built into the game. Like aside from just steam achievements, like after you beat a level, it shows you if you achieved any of these achievements, like some will be like speed, some will be like you did it without messing up something, or you did it, you you set money on fire, you know, during during the level, you know, things like that. So if you want to try to get those, that adds some last ability. And then, like I said, they you know they added three free levels to it, um, so that's cool. For for me. I know this is going to be very different than than you, but for me, I'm going to say nine. Oh and I know, God. I know that's, I know, I know it's going to be a huge difference. <laughs> Don't let me, uh, you know, dude, you're in you good know. company though. I think you know, based on the ratings online, you're gonna, I'm going to be the anomaly. I'm going to be the, yeah. the the weird outlier here. Um, and to me, this is a, a five point five, like. I think it has a lot of charm to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I like the personality, I like the charm, but there there isn't a s- real story. There's kind of scenarios that it puts you in, and, uh, and that's it. But I just don't find the puzzles fun, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I just I I, th- I find them frustrating. I find it frustrating to to go back and do things and loop over and over again. And there's mm-hmm. so many personalities out there that do like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you're kind of nodding your head when I'm making these complaints, then this game is is not for you in the least. Um, again, I can, I can tolerate puzzles in, in the grand scheme of a really good game and stuff like that, where you're rewarded with something, but there's just no reward other than the finally after banging your head and trial and error, getting through it. I think the reward is you get to shut the game off. (laughs) Yeah. If you're not a masochist and if you're not really persistent, don't buy this game. It's a good quality, I, I though. Those, people, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, again, people love this game. They made it on every platform. They're making a second one. Um, 
Yeah, I I think it's 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 got charm. It looks good. It's got charm. Like you said, you can interact with the objects. I think all all your points are are, are very well. And if you like puzzles, there you go. But uh, one more thing, don't buy it at full price though. Twenty four ninety nine. I think that's expensive. That's super expensive. Yeah, and it goes on sale. Yeah, I, I say wait for a sale. Well, let me let me just add this to the mix too. I, I can't remember if we ever reviewed Fisherman's Tale or if I did. But that like game, that game's awesome. Yes. That game is that game might be like uh maybe we'll review it next time or something. I feel like I'm I'm spoiling it for now, but that's like mm-hmm. a dude, if you want a puzzle game, that's a game. I mm-hmm. love I thought it had so much charm. Yeah. I thought the puzzles were were creative. I felt like the the progress was all tied into one, one large puzzle. I I thought it was great. Like mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. You know, the puzzles sometimes you get stumped on it, but you're not stumped for too long and you're not doing the same thing over. I don't I don't know. Like so it's not that I, I hate puzzle games, period. I'm going to give it a low review. Like, that game was fun for me. That game was mm-hmm. enjoyable. This game is not. Okay. So. My issue, only issue with Fisherman's Tale was it was too short. Yeah. This game would take you longer, but that's because you're going to die a million times. I think I had two hours play time on Fisherman's yeah. Tale, and your, your, your mileage may vary. So Yeah. This game, you're not going to beat this in two hours. <laughs> no, no way. Yeah. Yeah. But you're going to yeah. suffer, probably. You're going to suffer. That's right. Yeah. And the game lets you know in their title. I expect you to die. <laughs> I expect you to suffer. It might be, uh, might yeah. be better. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, well, that's uh, that's a lot of reviews. We got we reviewed four games. Had some good uh, had some good discussions. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's been uh, another nice month connecting with you and talking to VR. What are you, uh, what are you looking forward to the next couple months? I want to ask you that before we uh, wrap this up. Anything on the horizon? Man. I don't, uh, I can't even think of anything coming out anytime soon. I don't think there is anything that I'm looking forward to, unfortunately. Dude, that's sad. That is, uh-huh. and you talked about this problem with VR being mainstream and the Quest, and you're right. There's not, they've, they've got a game problem. We have a, a legit yep. game problem. I don't care about new hardware. I don't care. Should, yeah. I, like, why buy new hardware when we're not getting more? We need more games. Uh, I think we'll start seeing them because of the success of things like the Quest. But I also worry about people having their Quest get, you know, dusty because they've run out of games to play. So we need games. We need more games. We need more games to review. We need more games to get excited about. Um, there are games that can capture your attention for hundreds of hours. You know, um, Population One's a great game for that. You play poker forever. Uh, the Pavlov. We've talked about this before, but we just need we need more. We need more, more, more. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. We need some good news coming out that there there's a, a bunch of games set to be released. A lot of times they just pop up out of nowhere. You know, very little warning, and then it's like, oh, it's coming out in like a week or two. I'll take uh-huh. I'll take anything. Yeah. All right, guys and gals, thanks for joining us. Uh, this is this is fun. I really love talking uh, VR, and I'm I'm glad Justin's with me uh, to to do that as well and offer his perspective. So we will catch you all next month. Take care.